0: What's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. We are coming at you again with another sweet podcast episode. Uh, Today, we want to talk about changes coming to the FE exam. Uh, The NCES has just released the specifications that will be used as of July of 2020, and today we're going to talk about all the changes that are coming with the FE exam, including the FE handbook 10.0 that will be used in conjunction with that July 2020 spec. So it's going to be good stuff if you're in the hunt to take the FE exam, then this one is for you as we are discussing all things FE Related to these changes, and it's going to be a good time. So hang around and uh, let's get right to it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I just had to tell you about a sweet partner that we have, and that is 99 Designs. This place is awesome. If you ever need a logo, you need business cards, you need a website graphic package anything that you want designed you can get it done at 99designs if you go to our link which is civilengineeringacademy.com slash 99designs that's the number 99designs.com you'll be taken to 99designs and you can get started right away you tell them what you need real easy they can design anything Uh, anything graphically you work with the best designers you can either hire a designer uh, individually or you can start a contest and work with a community of designers and they all submit their ideas so you can pick your favorite design Uh, and then lastly you finalize your design and you continue working together so it's really sweet Um, there's been thousands of people using them they're rated 4.8 out of 5 stars Uh, they're around 24 7 They cover 90-plus design categories, everything from an iOS app all the way to wine labels and everything in between. So if you are in the hunt for business cards or maybe you've started your own business and you would like a website, this is a great place to go to get logos, business cards, anything graphic that you want done. So go check it out, civilengineeringacademy.com slash 99designs. we got a sweet free tool for you if you are in the hunt to pass and study for the civil fe exam you're going to want to check this out this is a free on-demand webinar that my brother mark and i have created we've titled it the top five tips to crush the civil fe exam it's completely free it's on demand all you have to do is go sign up for it and you get immediate access to it And you'll learn about all of our highly recommended study tips, uh, everything about reviewing the specifications, the handbook, time management, practice strategies, and more. So if it's time to kick this test in the butt, go to civilfereviewcourse.com slash on demand. That's civilfereviewcourse.com slash on demand. And we will help you get over the hump and pass this exam. All right. What's up, everybody? That's enough of that. Let's get right into it. So um, as I said earlier, the and if you if you haven't paid attention to anything on the NCES website, especially if, if you're out of taking the FE, then congratulations. But if you are in FE taking mode, whether you're in school or out of school, you're going to notice that they are making a few changes. So starting July of 2020, they've released a new specification. And we're going to compare and contrast some of the things that have changed in there. And they are also releasing an FE handbook version 10.0. So, uh, you know, the NCES makes these changes quite often, uh, whether it's for the FE or the PE exam. Everyone gets going on studying and all of a sudden they change it up and it kind of makes people panic. But the truth is, is that um, engineering topics really do not change that much. They might combine things, they might shift things around, they might title it differently, but you're still going to get the same variety of questions. I mean, for the most part, uh, they might eliminate some things that just aren't asked that much. But for the most part, you're going to get the very same amount of, you know, similar questions that you've been studying for before. There's only so many ways to ask uh, a civil engineering question. So having said all that, let's get right to it. So uh, today I want to talk about, again, some of the uh, differences that are are coming up between uh, previous to July and when we switch over to July 2020. With the specifications uh, from NCES. So, the first thing that I noticed as I'm going through these changes is that they've combined the math with the statistics section. So, it's now just one fat section. They've combined both those sections together. In the past, it was separated. Okay. No big deal. The second one that I noticed is that now we have water resources and environmental, it's all combined. Okay. Um, and in fact, with them combining this, I'm noticing that you actually are asked less questions in total between those two. So water resources, it used to be broken out into hydraulics, hydrology, and environmental was a whole separate section. The total amount of questions they could have asked in the past, previous to this, uh, the spec is 21 questions. And now the total has been dropped down to 15 questions, which obviously is less. So all these things are kind of cyclical in the future. They'll probably go back to 21 and separate all the sections again. But for the July 2020 specification, they are combining water resources and environmental into one combined section. And the max amount of questions that they can ask you is 15 Uh, which is actually less than they could have asked in the past. So uh, that's a change. And they've moved those uh, additional questions into other areas. Okay, so that's number two. The third thing that I notice off the bat here is that structural analysis and design are combined as well. So these also used to be two separate sections. And it went from having six to nine questions And now you're at 10 to 15 questions, okay? So, you know, structural analysis and design are combined now. I'm noticing this is a common theme with this whole specification is that uh, we are combining things. Um, I don't see much being separated. Um, Another thing that I'm noticing is in general, and I've listed this as number four, But in general, the overall number of questions has shifted a tad. And so if I go check out the actual specification, uh, mathematics and statistics is now they're asking eight to 12 questions. Uh, Ethics and professional practice is a category. Number two, they're asking four to six questions. Engineering economics is now five to eight questions. And that was also another change. It used to be that they were going to ask you uh, four to six questions. So between those uh, you know, previous spec to this spec, you're getting more questions asked in the engineering economics arena. Um, not many, but they can ask you more. Um, statics is eight to 12 questions on the new spec. Uh, dynamics is four to six questions. Mechanics and materials is seven to 11 questions. Materials is five to eight questions. Uh, fluid mechanics is six to nine questions. Surveying, they've actually boosted this a little bit. So in the past, it was four to six questions. Now for surveying, they're going to be asking you more questions, which uh, they said they're going to ask six to nine questions. So what that translates to is, you know, you might get an extra question on your exam. I mean, nothing nothing here is earth shattering. Um Water resources, so like I said, uh, this is category number 10 on the new spec, and that is water resources and environmental engineering. They just combined it all together, and now it's 10 to 15 questions in that section, which, like I said earlier, is actually less than they used to ask or could ask in the past uh, when they had it all broken out. Section 11 is now structural engineering, which is uh, 10 to 15 questions with that guy. And then they've got geotechnical engineering. Uh, they've got 10 to 15 questions on that, which is actually a improvement on the amount of questions they ask. It used to be 9 to 14, and now it's 10 to 15. So you might see one more question. And you'll notice also in the spec, they might have released some uh, subtopics under there like flow nets. But those could easily be wrapped into any other section. So uh, you know, some things go go. Some things go away, and sometimes they just change the titles of things. But a lot of these concepts are still going to be in there. Um, so you know, don't 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 lose your hair over this. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, these things change all the time. But like I said, the problems, you know, they're not going to change. So you still got to solve these problems. You still have the main categories that you need to study from, and all the concepts are all still there and the same. So I guess, you know, if I'm going through geotechnical, you can see uh, in the subcategories, um, if I'm looking through it, I mean, they really could throw it in any one of these categories. There's slope stabilization, there's slope stability. They still are you know throwing examples here of embankments, cunts, and dams. And I'm sure if we go back to water resources, you're still dealing with hydrology and hydraulics. So all of this stuff can be thrown in there uh, for flow nets and whatnot. So it's still something that you're going to want to know about. So hydraulic conductivity and that kind of jazz. All right, let's keep going. So next section, section 13 is transportation engineering. I'm noticing on this, they've actually increased the number of problems. So in the past, it was about eight to 12 questions. And now they are going to be asking nine to 14 questions. So, you know, again, an additional question, maybe two an additional question. And then uh, they've got another category here called construction engineering. And that is uh, eight to 12 questions during dealing with construction topics. So that is the new spec uh, that comes out again with test effective beginning the ju- uh, July of 2020. If you are taking the exam before that, then you will be referencing the older specification and still using Handbook nine up to nine point five, I believe is what it is. Uh, you will not use Handbook ten until we switch over to the new specification. So, speaking of Handbook ten, we need to get to that because there's some changes going on there too. All right, so let's talk about the handbook and just some other things in general. But um, obviously, um, me going through the specification, what I'm talking about is taking. Uh, an exam that is uh, a general civil type of exam. I'm not talking about taking uh, what what they call other discipline, which is the old that's the new term for what they used to call general general. So if you take if you're taking the other discipline, CBT exam, um, you can go and read those specifications as well at what changed. but there there is a difference between uh, engineers taking the civil engineering. Uh, FE exam where it's specific to civil engineering topics where the morning portion is uh, more breadth topics and kind of the afternoon or the last 55 questions are more uh, depth specific type questions or category specific related to civil engineering. So we are uh, simply referencing that spec. We're not talking about the other disciplines CBT exam specifications, which you can read up on Uh, at nces.org or go download uh, version 10 of the handbook and uh, they have all the specs in there as well so if i'm just thumbing through it right now they list all the specs uh, for everything on here whether it's industrial mechanical or civil. It's all at the back of the book. So definitely go check that out. Having said that, let's, I'm going to go check out the front of this guy. Now, I didn't dive into every single de- detail in this book because the first thing I notice on the FE Handbook, well, the first thing I notice is that they updated the graphics. So you've got a front cover page, nice little computer calculator thrown on there. It's Reference Handbook 10.0. So on here, The first thing I notice is that instead of displaying all the material in columns uh, like they did in the past, they've broken it all out now onto its own page. So the book, the FE Reference Handbook, has now been doubled in in size. And I honestly think they're kind of gearing up for the changes that are coming to the PE exam in uh, 2023 when it goes computer-based because I think that will also be single-page kind of material and how it's laid out but you know who knows so that's the first thing i noticed they updated the graphics and they also changed it from a column type loadout or layout to a single page everything is on its own page which doubled the size of the book. Now, I'm going to read some things about the handbook. Uh, Obviously, if you don't know, the FE exam is computer-based, and the handbook is the only resource that you can take to the exam with you. So, uh, you need to be reviewing this before exam day to become extremely familiar with the charts, the formulas, the tables, the other references, and everything that's provided in this book, because you can't, Bring anything else in there with you. You can take your calculator and that's it. So um, what you're going to get on the exam is a copy of this, a PDF version of this that that you can use. And you can actually get a free copy of the handbook if you don't have it already. All you have to do is go to your ncees.org account. If you don't have one, go get one. Go sign in and you can go find a copy of this manual. So just go download it. I downloaded it. Here we go. So I got a copy of this guy right in front of me. Um, So periodically, they revise and update the handbook. I'm just looking through some of their preface material here. And it says that each FE exam will be administered using the updated version. The FE handbook does not contain all the information required to answer every question on the exam. Dun, 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 uh. There's this is the catch-all statement from NCES, so they can ask you whatever they want, and that sentence terrifies every student studying for this exam. So um, that it doesn't contain everything that you that they can ask you. You know, you you're going to notice that they don't have flow nets on here, but they could still ask about flow nets because they put that in there. So it does it. They've got themselves covered. So, just because something has been removed, it doesn't mean that they can't ask the question now, don't get you know don't flip out about it. I think history has pretty much shown that if it's not in here, they're not gonna test you much on those concepts, but you know they throw the sentence in there and they are covered so uh what else does it say? Basic theories, conversions, formulas, definitions, examinees are expected to know have not been included. So some basic stuff, some conversions, like you're supposed to know that stuff. Okay. And that stuff comes the more you practice problems. Okay. You're going to just start memorizing things as you practice problems and basic theory stuff. So I've heard more and more that theory questions are coming on to the FE exam, which is nice because you can get through them quickly, but it's also terrible because they're easily missed. Okay. And usually theory really trips people up, I know for sure, on the PE exam. And the same thing I'm sure would happen on the FE exam, but hopefully you're more in touch with the theory uh, as it's closer to school or should be. But um, if if not, these are theory stuff you can pick up on even after school as you study practice and practice problems. Uh, It says special material required for the solution of a particular exam question will be included in the question itself. Okay. Um, Again, nces.org is the home page for them. Go get this. Go sign up for the account. Go download it yourself, and you can check out all these changes. You do not need to use version 10.0 until July. I'm just gearing you up for it. So if you are taking the exam before July, you'll be just fine with the resources that are currently out there. But these are changes that are coming, and so we want to prepare for it. Now, we run an entire course called the Ultimate Civil FE Review Course. You can go check that out at civilfereviewcourse.com. And in that uh, course, we've broken everything out module-wise by the specification. But when this thing gets changed and updated, we're going to need to take some time to uh, look at um, tweaking that and making sure, you know, we would like to try to follow the spec. Does it mean that um, you're going to miss a subject that's going to be asked? No, because everything is still there. It's just reorganized. So kind of a pain in the butt for everybody to kind of do that, but it's just the nature of the game. So, um, let me read one other thing that's important to you, and that is the errata. So, if there's changes to this book, to report changes, to report problems, to report errata, then you send your correction using a chat feature found at nces.org. They will also post the errata on the website, and you as a student that's studying for the exam will not be penalized for any errors that the handbook has in it. Um, that could affect the exam questions. So if there is an error in here, they ask a question, you go thumbing through the book to find a formula and there is an error, they will not penalize you for that. Okay, having said all that, I'm gonna go look at some of the changes here. So, version 10. So the first thing I'm noticing, uh, well not the first thing, but another thing I'm noticing here is in the contents, I can see that they've combined some of the topics Okay, not a big deal. So they combined units and uh, conversion factors. That's, uh, that's kind of the same. They put that on the same page, same category. Uh, they added biology, I can see, to chemistry. So uh, under chemistry, they added biology. Now, I didn't dive in this in too much detail, but it could be that biology was already in chemistry. and They just called out the topic. Or it could be that they added biology actually to there. So I didn't dive into that. I'm just looking at the table of contents. And then it looks like the another main thing is that they updated the specifications. Um, and wh- what I mean by that is in July of 2020, uh, maybe a big driver to this is that they updated in the handbook Uh, Our code. So they are now using ASCE 716, uh, which changed uh, some wind loading uh, criteria a little bit. That changed a little bit. Uh, So they updated this book to meet ASCE 716, and they also updated it to meet the AISC 360 16. So they just, they've updated the codes along with this as well. And so moving forward, you will be required to have an understanding of the ASCE 716 and the AISC three sixty sixteen as that is being adopted more and more um, table of contents. Like I said, has changed and really guys, I think that's, that's really the majority of everything I'm seeing changed. Like I said, everything is broken out into its own pages now. So it definitely feels like a fuller book and it definitely is a fuller book you are now at uh, 494 pages. And I think the other one was probably half half of that. So uh, for those that, you know, understand what the civil engineering reference handbook is like for the PE exam, we are getting into that territory for FE handbook stuff. Uh, Yikes. And I can only imagine what the handbook will look like for the PE exam when that goes computer-based as well. I'm sure it will be larger. So good stuff. What do you guys think? I'm curious to know your thoughts, and I'm sure there's something I've missed. I've had uh, We've had students already going through our course that are asking about this, and so we definitely want to get ahead of it and let everybody know about the changes, that you are aware of them. If you have any Um, scheduling conflicts where you're pushing the, your FE exam into July, you will want to know about this because, uh, you probably, you probably want to get it done sooner than that. And so go register for the exam before all these changes hit, because when these things do, I know people, I know they tend to panic a little bit and that's justified. I get it. I've gone through the same thing myself when I've been studying the exam and specs change. And then you start questioning you know, what's going on and the, the world's falling apart. <laughs> it's really not. It's the same questions, guys. They reorganize the titles. They combine sections. They still ask the same stuff. So they keep things fresh. They keep things new. That's just today's culture where we're always updating. We're always waiting for the latest update, the greatest thing, the newest phone, the latest software, uh, the most up to date exams now, and so th- I think they're just rolled up in that competition of trying to keep things updated and new and fresh, which which is fine. Um, I also think it's tied to probably some some money as they keep things refreshed and new and updated. Uh, you know, people have to change their material and books get changed, and you you want the latest stuff. So I'm sure it's tied to financial. Uh, gains as well for that. So what do you think? I'm sure there's stuff I've missed. Let me know what you think about these changes in the FE handbook, as well as the specifications. What do you think this is going to do in the future? Is there something that I've missed as I've described the spec changes and the handbook changes? What do you wish was in there that's not in there? I'm just curious to know your guys' thoughts. Uh, If you have any comments or questions, feel free to email me. I am a real person and really will get back to you. So send me an email, Isaac at Civil Engineering Academy, and it's going to be good stuff. So guys, do not worry. Don't panic. Things will keep moving forward. You can still do it. You can pass the exam. Go get our course too. It'll help you out the ultimate civil FE review course at civil fe review course.com. It's good stuff. And um, yeah, it's good stuff. So yeah, don't be too worried about all this guys. I think, um, you know, keep your, keep a good head on your shoulders, still study the, the, the tips, the, the, the key to passing the FE is to practice, practice, practice the spec changes. You still need to study those categories. things, get tweaked here and then, but it's not the end of the world. And the NCS is always going to do this. In fact, in another few years, I would not doubt that they go back to the way they had it. They do the same thing over and over again. They combine topics, then they separate them out, then they go back to combine them, they drop stuff. And you know what, I don't think I even mentioned this, but I've noticed that they've dropped the topic of computational tools, which, you know, I'm trying to wrap this up and it's probably the biggest thing that's missing. So, uh, sorry guys. I missed that one. Computational tools has been removed from the spec. So we're talking about spreadsheets, a lot of Excel data, stuff of that nature. Now I I wouldn't be surprised if they wrap that into a different category, but as of right now, it has been dropped, uh, which is kind of a big deal when they always drop a category. um, But I wouldn't be surprised if it ever comes back. So like I said, it's all cyclical and stuff changes. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up. I think we've hit the changes now with that last little bit. Um, And I think that's it. Guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, email me again. I'm here to help you. We're all here to help you. CivilEngineeringAcademy.com is here to help you, and we're excited to do that. Anyway, we will see you in the next one, and keep on keeping on. See ya. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Email me at Isaac at CivilEngineeringAcademy.com. And if you need more tips, resources, anything to do with the FE, the PE, or anything to do with civil engineering, go check out CivilEngineeringAcademy.com. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.